Hi, welcome to the Holding Hands and Throwing Fists podcast. I got the mic. And I have the opinions. Guys, welcome to season six, episode one. This is exciting. This is very exciting. It's a big deal. It's a really, really big deal. I'm actually really excited for it. We we really committed to this thing, apparently. I, I got to give you props because if anybody's been dragging feet for the past two years, it's been me. <laughs> but here we are. It's George week. Uh, it is George it week. Is George oh my week, God, right? I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a weird one this year. But I didn't even realize until now. Okay, fine. We're starting the new uh, new season. It's exciting. There's a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot of great stuff to talk about. But we're this is basically our two-year anniversary. I know. Do we know the exact date that season one, episode one came out? I could look that up really easily, but I'll tell you this. This weekend, which we'll get to, is... UFC at MSG in New York and our first episode ever was about UFC whatever number it was 217 (laughs) but it was at MSG it was at MSG all right so So, that is the two-year mark like that's that's wild and since we're talking about dates and numerology, I think for this season, because our anniversary is on June 18th, I think season six is going to have 18 episodes. I think that is absolutely perfect. And uh, also, since we're doing just cleanup and uh, <laughs> just letting everybody know what the deal is, we're 81 official episodes in. Not counting the specials and stuff like that. So we won't get ourselves to 100 with this season? No. <laughs> well, we well maybe we'll end up doing a special. Well, I didn't count. But specials. does that count? I didn't, yeah. No, I didn't count okay. Specials. I, I yeah, would yeah. say they don't count. So that's so then fine. Season seven is going to be only what two episodes? <laughs> yes. I love <laughs> that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Cool. Um, enough about uh, what do you call it? What, what do you call it in, in housekeeping? Uh, yeah, housekeeping. Thank you. Exactly. Uh, what happened last week? PFL results. Clarissa Shields lost a decision. All right. Whatever. Yeah. It's okay. You keep doing your thing. Kayla Harris and Ray Cooper won a million dollars each yo if anything the craziest thing i heard is that kayla harrison should fight at two weight classes next year so she could win two million dollars oh on the same God. night I, they could they couldn't let her i don't know somebody somebody mentioned that on so I, I totally stole that from someone talking about it YouTube, <laughs> but it's a great idea two stories and two fighters we didn't mention last episode but i like heard about after i do want to point out um, one was Manfio, who you might remember us talking about because we wanted Anthony Pettis to win, and this guy beat Anthony Pettis, and we were kind of bummed about it. Damn. But I didn't realize Manfio came in as an alternate for this season, and he's the one who ended up winning the whole dang thing. So that's like such an awesome story for him. Like, good job. And then this other guy, Bruno Capolozzi, won the million dollars for the heavyweight division. But three days before the final fights, his father passed away and no one told him because they didn't want him to be distracted. So he won the million dollars. And then I'm sure shortly after he finally found out about his dad. That's really fucking sad. And that's why I was asking you what that show was called or the. Oh, the UFC. Web web, series. Yeah, yeah. Web series, the thrill. And- yeah. The thrill and the agony. Thrill and the agony. 
Anyway, yeah, I don't know. I, I, that's weird, right? Because I wonder I know, if he was like, like sick. Right if he was thing? sick for a long time, maybe I guess whatever. But like, if it, if they didn't know and it just happened, you didn't fucking tell dude for three days. I, like, know. I don't know. Whatever. There was also UFC last Saturday, and it was pretty much a Russian takeover. Everybody whose last name with the V just wins. That's how it goes. So yeah, V for, for victory. <laughs> Kazmat Shimaev won a, a first round submission. Yo, he's. We gotta we gotta do like a whole motherfucking episode dedicated to that guy. I think he, he's just that guy, uh, dude. I I don't think there's anybody who's gonna have a come up like him. I really don't. Yeah, well, he can't be that good because I can't tell him apart from one of the other guys. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> there you go, one of the other ovs. Uh, Alexander Volkov won. Magomed Ankalaev <laughs> won. Islam Makachev won uh, with a first round submission over Dan Hooker. Pretty gnarly. And Peter Yan, the one Russian guy without a name that ends in V won a five round decision against our boy Corey Sandhagen legit uh, Russian fighter won eight out of the eight fights they were in wild super wild um, but all of them are like kind of different I like them there's still people are scared of the Russian takeover I say number one it's already here yeah <laughs> and number two everyone's a little bit different so I kind of like it um there was all these memes going on on Twitter before the fight that everyone was just sad because uh, Jan Blahovic and Gover Teixeira were supposed to fight each other and everyone was just sad that one of them had to lose because it's two I like super, super MMA nice guys. Unfortunately, Jan Blahovic, Blahovic lost his light heavyweight belt to 42-year-old I think second oldest UFC champion ever, Glover Teixeira. No, the oldest. I don't know. I think Randy Couture might have been older. I our stat department's really, you know, oh my God, conflicted on slacking, sheesh. Uh, but honestly, both super good guys uh, just felt a little sad only because Jan didn't look like himself. He looked like there there must have been some injury or something. And like he said, he left legendary Polish power in the hotel room. Yeah, you know, I was listening to Kenny Florian to speak about this and John Anik, and I think they had something going with their theory because we did watch a few of the embedded's and um, Anik in particular, because of course he's always at the pay-per-views, is like, you know what? Jan was like so relaxed. He was with his wife, his family. He was his coach was there with his kids. Like, there's it's a very good thing to go into such a big fight relaxed. But it does take a little bit of the aggression and ruthlessness away if you're going from like playing with your kid by the pool to like trying to submit someone or yeah. knock them out. So yeah. I think that may it just may have been that simple. It, yeah, it happens all the time. I mean, look at look at Connor. That shit happens to him too when he's like on the fucking yacht. It just it, it makes sense. I mean, even at the lowest of all levels, my jujitsu competitive jujitsu yeah. career. One time I did like Wim Hof breathing before a competition, and I was like, I don't want to be here. I just I just don't feel like fighting. I don't right. give a fuck about being here at all. Even though I, like I devoted months to training and was really like excited to do it and but sometimes you're just not in the mood and i guess you know whatever jan i hope you i hope you come back stronger it's all good so sheesh we've been like freaking saying the good things are coming they here they here they here <laughs> bellator is going to be awesome this friday because they're back in dublin that's fucking exciting and i'm very sad that we're not there i know but you know what we we've tried vaguely 
or half-heartedly and like things happen to the card last minute and we're not trying to spend money to go to Ireland for like not the best card ever. Well, that's what happened two years ago. Yeah. I think when we started was when James Gallagher was supposed oh, to fight. Oh, maybe it was. Yeah. He was supposed to fight on my birthday. It was like literally this yeah. time. And I think he he pulled out the day before. Right. It would have been so annoying. Anyway, there are tons of Irish fighters on the card. Avi. Not worth mentioning them all, but we are looking forward to seeing our boy Pedro Carvalho, who is from Portugal, but he trains out of SBG. We're also rooting for... Haven't seen him for a while. I know. We're rooting for Fabian Edwards. He's Leon Edwards, who's in the UFC, his little brother. And the main two fights should also be pretty damn good. James Gallagher, who George just mentioned, is fighting Patchy Mix. That should, should just be amazing. They both have only lost once and recently and they've both won over 10 fights so it's like they they're just like equally wonderful that's exciting so it should be great and then the main event is peter queely an irish fighter against patricky pitbull for the lightweight world title i like am so confused by bellator's rankings because like Peter Queeley is up there to become champ. Like I didn't even know. I don't know. Right? I don't. Re- yeah, I don't remember. It, it it doesn't seem to make sense at the surface. And even so, the, that's their job is to make you know about that shit. Yeah. Right? Like, that's literally what their job is to tell that story. I guess what people say. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna interject, even though we're not even to the top three or anything yet. But I'm gonna introduce a new segment because you know I just love doing new segments. This is uh, Babe. Did you see that tweet? Okay. And I mean, the answer is always no. Always no, because you don't have Twitter. <laughs> so, babe, did you see that tweet? No. Your boy, Niall McGrath. <laughs> McGrath. McGrath. <laughs> from the Irish media world that we love, tweeted this. James Gallagher tells me that John Cavanaugh and James Krause will both be in his corner on Friday night. He's going to be living in the United States permanently and training at Glory MMA and Fitness. Also confirms James Krause is his new head coach. Hashtag Bellator270. I did not see that tweet. I did hear that, though, because I heard oh, James Krause speaking. That's wild. You're a big James Krause fan. I love him. You know, he just put out a BJJ Fanatics because I, I said I'm not buying any more uh, instructionals, and I haven't. But he put out a comprehensive instructional on cage fighting, and Luke Thomas said that it is worth the money. Wow. He said it's amazing. Literally, cage fighting meaning like the fence wrestling, like being against the fence, uh, not okay. just like... All yeah. of MMA, because <laughs> yeah. that's its own, you know, special technique stuff. So um, that's that. I, I'm excited. I feel like for me watching BJJ fanatics for hours at a time on the couch, and paying money for it. No, yeah, no. I'm excited that James Gallagher. I feel like he needed some something to to improve and get better, and this could definitely be it, which is fantastic spg will get you to the dance but it can't really keep you there alone it feels like it can yeah Yeah. so also this weekend is the ufc is is a pay-per-view and it's on george's birthday for george's birthday ufc 268 um and it includes john Vellante from long island who just got married he's on the early prelims also, Ally Aquinta is on the regular prelims. I'm excited for that. I'm going to be really for excited Al. for that. Yeah, for Al, Al is against Bobby Brown, yeah. and we like Bobby Brown a lot. So I just hope it's a good fight. Let's go, Al. Let, but let's go, Al. Yeah. <laughs> the main card is absolutely ridiculous. Um, we will have to take a nap before faux show. Frankie Edgar and Marlon Vera kick off the card. Like, how? Um, I know you love both George Peter, 
who you got this ain't no question frankie edgar is like a he's like a mush so he's definitely trying and i hope he gets it he's gonna retire because it's in msg and he's finally doing it so i gotta go for him to win all right uh via close split decision that he probably doesn't even deserve and i just want the new york judges to give it to him anyway got it and uh yeah that's it i, and love I want that. him to retire and just be the fucking man perfect justin gaethje against michael chandler what i'm this this was my favorite like my most excited i've been fucking excited for this for months it's no longer my most exciting fight for this weekend Ooh. but it's definitely number two i'm i'm i who do you I have for that love, one we've never even I, spoken about this we have spoken about it because we fought about it in the kitchen well now we're gonna fight again i'm clearly going justin gaethje is my man i love justin gaethje i didn't fight about this okay I did not fight about oh, this. I thought you said. I thought. I, I. I think you were not happy that I was uh, so dismissive of Michael Chandler. Even I think I'm a, I'm I probably fan. was upset. You're yeah. right. <laughs> I love Michael Chandler, and he needs to win now too. Yeah. He just came over from Bellator. He like. Starched ah, I mean, Dan Hooker. He starched Dan Hooker, and he fucking fucked up against uh, Oliveira, and he yeah. was winning that fight. All right. All right, I, same thing. I want them both to do well. And Justin Gaethje, he hasn't fought since he got fucking choked, choked unconscious by Khabib, so. Okay, I want him to do good, too. Yeah. Oh, this is tricky. Rose Namajunas is defending her strawweight belt against Wei Li Zhang. So Rose won the belt from Wei Li, and it was kind of like just a fast kind of freak fight. So this is the rematch I wasn't intending on asking who you have for every fight, but who do you have for this one? I got to go with Rose. I love Rose. And she. this is her third um, rematch. You know that, right? And we've seen uh, her. We've seen both fights against Joanna. She had a rematch against Jessica Andrade, which uh, she won. So she basically wins her rematches. Yeah. That's the trend. So I'm right. going to continue that. And then the main event is Kamaru Usman versus Colby Covington, Covington for the welterweight belt. Again. Asking me? Yeah. That's the, this is the fight I'm most excited for. I've watched their first fight probably 10 times at this point. That's ridiculous. Um, and I really want to, I really don't know what's going to happen and I re- really want to see what's going to happen. Colby Covington's fucking persona. He's a fucking asshole. He's not cool. There's nothing I like about it. It's fucking cringy. It's the worst, but he is the best fighter in the division outside of Kamaru. And Kamaru is, I think, like an all-time goat, which is why that Hamzat Shimaev guy is so fucking crazy because if he freaking kills everybody going I up to them know. and then beats them it's gonna be freaking scary all you right. know what he says all the time i'm just gonna kill people um he, he's not with his wife and kid by the pool yeah <laughs> he's not <laughs> my man's got a fucking cleft lip cleft lip and they fix it young and that shit's his chip on his shoulder forever bro yeah, <laughs> he's a murderer all right that was a long intro so i pick kamaro though who i pick marty all right marty all day Top three. Top three. Before we kick off the top three, I just want to thank all our listeners for always listening and participating and sending us messages. And we'll get more uh, into that later. But I just want to say to Give us some feedback on what you like about uh, the beginning of what happened last week and what's happening next week. And if you want us to continue doing that or not, go forward. What? I don't know. I was thinking about it because I was going to ask you, but I was like, why not ask our friends and listeners? What? What? 
Do you like it? Because you want it to be under 20 minutes, and I feel like it's been growing and growing. Mm-hmm. Okay. But who knows? Okay. Top three. Number Top one. Three. Oh, God. Uh, this is, we're going to lead off with this. We're going to get super depressing. I know. Elizu Zaleski Dos Santos versus Benoit Saint Denis. Uh, they fought this weekend, and basically, Dos Santos was a three round fight. We weren't watching it because we were getting ready, I think, to go out. I forgot for what, but whatever. Short-term memory loss. <laughs> I know. Uh, I sat down at the end of the second round and the, to watch it while you were in the kitchen where you belong. <clears throat> and, oh, I take it back. Uh, it was it was right there. I'm sorry. It was, I had to. I had to. So I have more MMA boo-boos <laughs> to talk oh, about oh, later. No. <laughs> <laughs> so at the end of the second round, the commentators were like, they need to stop this fight. So I sat down going into the fight like that. And then in the third round, it continued happening. This guy, Benoit Saint-Denis, who was getting his butt kicked really bad, he's in the French Special Forces. Yeah. So like insanely tough, but was taking a beating to preserve like his life, not in competition. And I was freaking bugging out. Um, third round was awful. And I start I started shouting that this guy was gonna fucking die if they kept doing it. And Anna started sh- oh, whoops <laughs> delete that <laughs> started shouting at me that I was overreacting from the kitchen. And even though I overreact all the time, this was one of those times that was confirmed with, via multiple sources. So DC, who was there and commentating, was literally yelling to stop the fight at the table and like standing up. Big John McCarthy, who is the most decorated referee of all time. Uh, was on Twitter even he's now retired but he was on Twitter saying this is the worst ref job he's ever seen wow and then my f- new favorite MMA media guy although new because I've just committed to being his uh, disciple <laughs> Luke Thomas even though he's been around forever he go he said this is how people die in MMA uh, th- and he also said this which is really ba- <laughs> this is really tough babe this ref is on the Russian regional scene and if you think this was his worst refing job I have some bad news to tell you what does that mean <laughs> that means that this is like a thing and there's been worse than that so like that third round was awful he even got poked in the eye Saint, Saint, uh, Saint Denis got point in poked in the eye and said which we know this and you guys should know this as mma casuals too (laughs) and non-casuals that if a fighter ever says i cannot see they have to stop the fight like it's like legally like they fucking have to to stop the fight this guy went up to the fucking ref and said i cannot see after he got his eye poked and the ref pointed at him to continue fighting so this ref fucking sucks he got fired for the rest of the night but he's still going to be fucking refing in this bloodthirsty way in russia i just don't understand dude it's the fucking ufc seriously well, that's what happens at Fight Island. And I guess that's what happens also because this is the first time that they're at Fight Island where we're not there. This, so. Oh, true. Well, I just wanted to point out because you know we always mention like throwing in the towel. I'm like, why didn't Benoit's coach throw in the towel? Like, fine. The, the, the ref fucking sucks. But yo, that's your fighter. I would imagine you care somewhat about him. Fine. He's special ops in the fucking French whatever regime um and he's a tough guy okay they're all tough guys yeah and his coach said he would have never thrown in 
the towel. That's old school mentality. They need to change that shit. Fucking, I, I get it because the UFC probably would. It, it was his first UFC fight, right? So fine. The UFC and probably that's give him like a second. another layer of. I totally get that, but it just it pisses me off. I love doing new segments, so I'm gonna introduce the second. I know, dude. This out is of the two, second new yeah, segment. It's a new season. It's a big deal. Okay, and we're gonna come back to these. I swear, God damn it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> new segment alert. MMA improvements. This is what we're fucking, and we're going to shout them loud and proud. This is my MMA improvement, and I'm going to stick with it, but you got to help me refine it. Two officials outside the cage can agree by pressing a button to recommend to stop the fight, either just straight up stop the fight or to have a doctor come in and relook at the person again. This way, if the acting referee is like lulled into the bloodlust that someone else who's objective and is an official who's there can do it we know that this happened because last week what happened when um oh no it was actually this fight that fucking your boy what's the english referee's name mark goddard yes thank you mark goddard was like screaming to fucking to try to get the official's attention to look at the the eye poke or something like that and basically that's why he got removed for the for the other his other assignments for the night because mark goddard was like you're fucking up bro Uh, but that person needs to have the right to stop the fight too okay and you need checks and balances so we got to say two okay yes that's an interesting improvement i think that's like there's so many things that need to be improved before that, but but I like it. Why not have a list? Yeah, that, I mean, there's a few. There's a short list, right? Like fighter pay, blah blah blah, um, weight cutting. But this one is a big one. We've been talking about it for a long time. It's stopping the fight when too much damage is incurred. And Fair. this is my solution. There. So you know, going with injury and preventing them and having them. And a new segment that I introduced that we're coming back to. I don't know that. Did you introduce it? I totally did. Okay. Yeah. Number two on the top three. MMA boo-boos. Everyone fucking loves this segment. MMA boo-boos. And like, we want to give you MMA boo-boos. You're really <laughs> hyping it up. We, because we, we, we want to make you happy. We want to make you listen. That's true, that's true. You guys literally give us life when you text us, when you tell us you listened liana we just saw her this weekend we haven't seen her in ages seriously because she's busy running fordham she said she put on holding hands and throwing fists just to hear our voices like that is she didn't tell me that well she obviously only wanted to hear me how like sweet so that just melted my heart it seems like mma boo-boos are like the number one segment george fucking outdid himself there was nothing in the fights nothing we could have talked about and look at you babe giving the people what they want <laughs> there really wasn't a bad mma boo-boo but now uh now i got a uh, surgery tomorrow on my right to repair my right <laughs> meniscus uh i would say it's about 97 percent. no maybe a little bit less let's say 87 percent mma related yeah uh nine and a half percent <laughs> that's a number I just pulled from my ass uh, from my brief parkour phase <laughs> <What>? <laughs> no and the final the final straw was that Greek dancing if you're a listener to this podcast chances are you see me lose it on the Greek dance floor <laughs> and I and I lost it <laughs> lost it real Got bad a good old bucket handle meniscus tear out from jujitsu for at least four to six months 
and uh, gonna be doing shit all at home for the next couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Send your thoughts and good vibes for this MMA boo boo to heal real quick. <laughs> That's for you, not for me. <laughs> shit. <laughs> All right, number three at our top three. We, I think we did this last year, we too. We did, we did. Um, it's, like, so funny to me because neither of us are, like, Halloween-y people, and so I find it difficult to understand it. It was weak. That was pretty good. Uh, it, didn't, it didn't pick up good in the headphones. Oh, it didn't? <laughs> Bummer. Um, but apparently fighters freaking love Halloween. It's because so, of the brain damage. Maybe. Uh, top three. Number three is just Halloween. Our boy Aljo dressed up as a pharaoh. We got Sergio Pettis was Prince. Chris Cyborg was a very naked vampire. Oof. It was like kind of strange. Nina and Amanda Nunez were Jasmine and Aladdin and their daughter was Abu. That was my favorite and I kept trying to, I kept forgetting Abu's name so thank you I for I had to it. Google it because <laughs> I <was the> <laughs> At least you put in the little fucking bit of extra. Hi, yeah. <laughs> Junior Dos Santos and his fam were characters from Monsters, Inc. Megan Anderson and her friends were the witches from Hocus Pocus, and they looked really good. Bro, if you're a Megan Anderson hater, go jump off a fucking building, bro. Dang, son. People are really mean to her on the MMA Twitter. Why? And I don't see... I think because... I don't know. I don't know why. I, I don't like it. That's unnecessary. Uh, and last but not least, we have to talk about Alima Lay McFarlane. First of all, I'd like to fucking see her fight again in Bellator. Like, where the fuck has she been? Anyway, um, her and her boyfriend and doggo were dressed up as Vikings, but she posted on Instagram that there was a drunk driver literally driving on her sidewalk, like on her street, and she pulled the woman out of her car and called the cops. How freaking crazy. So that is Dude. wonderful, Olimale. You like could have possibly saved lives, including this drunk driver. And then, which is like so weird because most people won't know who this is, but George and I will. Um, is that then she ran into Big Ed from 90 Day Fiance what later that night. What the fuck? Are you serious? Is that not the weirdest <laughs> that's fucking crazy well where I, <laughs> where where uh, where i don't know california somewhere you I know suppose? season I six know. i wanted to start incorporating interviews and really like just super fast interviews and i don't want them to be about mma at all we need to get holy malay mcfarland on the show just to talk about big ed yeah like how little was he <laughs> just yeah just give me 30 <laughs> seconds and go on with your day uh, Did thank he you. <laughs> when you saw him oh my fucking god <laughs> all right time for the pti rundown everybody <laughs> this is another new segment i introduced last season because i'm just full of bright ideas <laughs> we just straight up steal pti's rundown at the uh-uh. end of the episode but they have a timer that makes because uh, they're professionals they keep it succinct but me i'm gonna mm-hmm. fuck around um this one we have we this is not going to be a normal thing but this time we have listener call outs so I that's like going to be our uh category. i like this um so Three R correspondent Billy Alexander says that uh, we got to talk about Hasbla and Abdu scuffle at UFC 267. What do you think, babe? First, thank you, correspondent Billy, for sending in that video. I did not see it. I think it's ridiculous. What is more interesting to me, though, is that when you read articles about either of those gentlemen, they say like potential age eighteen. Like they don't know how old these 
two guys are and that they may suffer from dwarfism so fuck the fighting i need information like why can we not get what their thing their issue you know is how it is they're, and how old they are they're born they're born in like the mountains of even your dad knows Ekistan. how old he is and he was born in a mountain this is uh, i've been been waiting a long time to tell you this those are approximate birthday dates. I know that. You think I haven't spoke to your dad about this? But still. No, I'm pretty sure his his birthday was right. But his older brother's no way. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, my favorite correspondent of the week, let me tell you, Jamie G. Wow. Uh, hit us up with uh, Derek Lewis. He was on Hot Ones, and he couldn't even say my balls was hot. I listened to it today while working. He was fucking really funny. It was it was a really good episode of, of Hot Ones where they eat the hot wings and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, another great quote that I really loved from him, though, was uh, knocking out another grown man is one of the greatest feelings in the world. You never done that? <laughs> like, That's damn, bro. fantastic. And then when he really just started breaking down from all the heat, he was like, I'm doing this for money, bro. He's like, I ain't doing this no I more. I love Derek Lewis. <laughs> He's, so funny. He's so honest. Uh, Jamie also mentioned uh, that we she wants us to talk about Tom Tommy Fury. So there's a whole bunch of people that are getting pulled into this Jake Paul versus Tommy Fury fight, which is going to happen, I think, in December. And they're getting pulled in from the Tommy Fury side, which is totally not at all like what we've been used to the past couple months with all this crazy circus boxing stuff and not because of his famous brother heavyweight champion of the world tyson fury but because of love island <laughs> so is, funny how do you even watch love island i don't even know what, what it's on i know that it's like a thing but i refuse to watch any trash tv with, about love unless it involves a 90-day k1 visa uh <laughs> since i love new york That's you a, do yeah, but yeah. i feel like we should get into love island and bff if tommy fury's on i'll watch i am so happy you brought him up because i didn't even really know anything about him until i heard people talking about his blue eyes so i had to find them oh shit like there is just you something about that. not fair for anyone who's born with dark hair and blue eyes like you're you're you have an automatic advantage in life mm-hmm. 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 uh mma boo-boos we're gonna keep talking about them and we're gonna find one for next week hopefully that we don't have any mma boo-boos yeah i am not to willing happen. to go the george route and no. get one no no no. Just but uh besides me there wasn't anything worth calling out this week so that's that and hadugan if you remember in season five anna didn't know what hadugan meant uh when shouted out but also and it opened up uh, a card addressed to me by Kevin Holland. And <laughs> all she does is read all day. And she couldn't even read the word Hadouken. That's how little she knows about Street Fighter. So I don't know why you have to shame me. I'm sorry. I don't want to shame you. But Hadouken's like a big part of, of life. It's re- you got it. You, you never. Oh, you've never even like thrown a Hadouken. All right. We're going to work on that. Okay. You, you're going to throw Hadouken. You're going to fucking feel great. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Lenny, the creator of our awesome fucking logo. Happy birthday, girl. 